Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, this is your boy Frank Gore. I'm listening to a 49er rush. Niners all day. That's brain sits home, baby. Let's go. I love it, man. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. Let's go. Let's go. I'm so pumped. Your host as always, John Chapman. Welcome to the 49ers Rush Podcast. It's Saturday. There's college football on. Longhorns are dominating right now. Hook them, baby. Um, But way more important than that, Sunday night football. The 49ers versus the Packers is two of the most storied franchises. On top of that... There's a lot. There's a lot of behind the scenes relationships with the head coaches. Uh, the story with Aaron Rodgers, obviously, and his history with the 49ers franchise. There's so much to this. Not to mention, uh, Packers have been to three straight NFC championships, if I'm not mistaken. And the 49ers, yeah, there's just so much here. I'm so excited about this game. And again, if this is your first time joining us for a scouting report episode, just understand. I put way too much time into this. I like it too much. I really, really do. Uh, it's one of my favorite things about coaching, um, you know, diving into the other team. And so whenever I get to do that as a podcast as well, you know, the the resources that are available for, you know, the Packers and getting through their film and just understand because it, it, there's so much out there. And so, again, it, it's, it's, a tr- it's, it's like taking a journey to another country. Like you get to dive into something that you're not as familiar with. You have the 49ers, which I spend so much time on, but whenever you get to dive into and peek behind the curtain of another team, see what works for them defensively, offensively, all those things. I have five pages of notes for this episode alone, and so we're going to be here a while. Um, We're going to be getting into the scouting report on the Packers, the history between the 49ers and Packers organizations, what the results are, um, you know, their all-time series, all those things. But we're going to do predictions. We got bets of the weeks. We're going to get into, you know, scheme tendencies, what their defensive and offensive coordinators bring to the table, players to watch out for, players to exploit. There's a lot there. So I want to say thank you to everybody that's showing up on a Saturday. We're recording this Saturday right around noon uh, Pacific time. And hopefully everybody's going to have time to get to this because, again, the 49ers play the late game on Sunday primetime where this game belongs let's be real this is one of the best matchups of the week and the NFC West is going to be on full (laughs) spectrum to the entire world because you also have the Rams and the Bucks playing this week so you know it's NFC West is the best division I don't think anybody you know disagrees with that Uh, I mean we have three undefeated teams left out of seven in the entire NFL 
there's more undefeated teams in the NFC West than there is the entire AFC conference. <laughs> um, so let's get to it. We got a lot of stuff. Starting off, the Packers currently are one and one. They got destroyed week one by the Jameis Winston-led Saints, um, 38 to three. They just got, I mean, it was awful. It was really, really bad. And then week two, they come out and they're struggling with the Lions, who we played week one, right? So there's a little bit of familiarity there. But anytime there's a divisional game, you kind of have to throw out a lot of aspects of the game. Um, they were losing, though, at halftime. They were down 17 to 10 to the Lions at the half. And then they just freaking yeah, all turbo, whatever you want to call it. They went nuts. Uh, you know, they went up and they won. They went 21, scored 21 unanswered points in the second half and won 35 to 7. So what team are we getting? It's early. Each team's only played two games. But I want to be really honest with you. Of the eight quarters that the Packers have played, they only have two good ones. Um, so two good quarters and six bad ones so far this season. We're going to have to see what it is they bring to the table. Now, let's look at the injury status, and this is a big reason why I just went live. I was waiting to see what's going to happen, and the Packers just announced, just announced that their left tackle, um, Elton Jenkins, he's out. You know, we don't have the information for the 49ers yet because we're the home team. But usually you get this information a day earlier or a little bit earlier from the away team because if somebody's injured and it's only a one-week uh, road trip, you'll just leave that person at home. Uh, planes, they're bad for swelling and joints and all that stuff. So, you know, the Packers basically had to say, look, this dude's not even getting on the plane, which is a lot whenever you look at He's not even starting left tackle. He's a starter, he's a starter for him. He could start all five spots. He's an amazing offensive lineman, Ellen Jenkins is. But David Bakhtiari, you know, he's an all-pro, second-highest-paid tackle in the NFL right behind ours, Trent Williams. He's on IR already. So now they're down to their third option, number three. Now listen to this, and we've got clips from, you know, we're going to hear from D'Amico Ryans, Mike McDaniel, uh, Kyle Shanahan, Bosa, and I thought this clip was awesome. You know, I shared this on Twitter Somebody asked Nick Bosa about uh, what he knows about the third string left tackle. And Bosa's just, man, I'll, I'll play the episode. I'll play the clip and we'll talk about it because this is hilarious. Um, I actually didn't know that he was hurt until just now. So I'll look at probably Turner. I was going to look at him anyway because he's the right tackle. But they'll probably flip him to left if... Uh, uh, that's what I would think because he's played left last year before, and uh, but yeah, I'm just looking at them all. Is this Kelly? What number? Uh, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I know who that is. <laughs> yeah, I know who that is. Like, this is he's kind of you know messing with them a little bit in the sense that yeah i don't know i didn't even know he was hurt dude you know he's hurt teams do scouting reports on injuries i mean high school staffs that i've been a part of we do scouting reports on injuries so like trust me the san francisco 49ers definitely have the manpower and equipment and technology to do these things as well if the 49ers rush is doing scouting reports on injury i guarantee you the organization is as well so he knows what's going on but good lord Billy Turner, who has not been good, okay? He hasn't played left tackle since 2016. And he only played 44 snaps there um, in 2016. He's been a backup. He's a swing tackle guy. 
The other tackle is Dennis Kelly, who was mentioned. Guess what? Also a career swing tackle guy. None of these guys are true starters. Turner kind of eh, back and forth a little bit, but not great. Um, so I'm telling you right now, this is not the situation the Packers want to be going into week three. And I know it's been brought up a lot. Like, again, you, you go back to the 49ers game last year against the Packers. We didn't have anybody. That was like the... The 49ers were the most injured team like ever in NFL history last year. That Packers game was probably the most injured team ever for an individual game. Listen to the people we didn't have playing last time against the Packers. Trent Williams, Ayuk, Debo, Kittle, Mostert, Jimmy, Bosa, Ford, all out. That's not even all of them. That's just the starters that you know we have now. So do you feel bad for them? Hell no. I hate injuries, period, okay? So understand that. And the reason why we have to talk about this is because the implications that this brings to the Sunday Night Football game. You're playing against a team whose identity is offensive line and defensive line play, and you're missing not only your top tackle, but your second tackle as well? Yeah. Matchups matter in the NFL. Bosa's already got three sacks in two games. D Ford's, you know, made some positive impacts for sure on the pick six. That was D Ford getting the pressure off the edge, right? Uh, week one. So, like, the matchups matter here. And that's what's important, especially as we dive into the offense here in a little bit. It matters. Luke, uh, appreciate the gifts, man. He, Oh, dude, this guy, I tell you what, Luke saw my notes. Uh, he said, Armstead gets his first sack today coming through the middle with the focus being on Bosa. Eric Armstead has been elite. Uh, he is a stud. I agree. Oh, he said, also, you're a stud, talking about me. Man, just put me in uh, Eric Armstead's. <laughs> That's cool. That's awesome, man. I appreciate that, Luke. The gift is incredible. Thank you. And I think you're right. My predictions, I have Armstead getting a sack. I, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to get hit a lot. I really, really do. But saving some of this for later, I don't think that's what's important about this game. I don't think that the key matchup here is Nick Bosa and D Ford and Eric Armstead and our DNs, Arden Key, who, again, probably had the best, uh, perhaps the best game of anybody last week. Arden Key was incredible. He's our number four defensive end. I don't think that's the most important matchup. I don't think that's the 49ers' best advantage in this game either. I'm going to save some of that for you. Now, also for the Packers out is their third tight end, Dominique Daphne. Um, he's not in there as well. A little bit more of a blocking guy. Uh, they still have their top two, Mercedes Lewis, who's been playing for freaking ever. Um, and, of course, you know Robert Tunyon. He, he's going to be out there as well. And it's, it's kind of bad timing because they just cut Jay Sternberger um, the week before. And so, like, Sternberg would have been their number three option. So I don't know who. They're going to have to call somebody up from the practice squad for sure to, to fill that role because that, currently they only have two tight ends. And that's a tight end heavy offense very similar to ours. Now, let's flip the script a little bit. Let's talk about our injury report because here's what we know for sure, okay? And that's what we're going off of right now. Jamichael Hasty and Kevin Givens both are out. They've already been said to be out. I expect both of them to be moved to IR tomorrow. Um, I fully expect that to happen. That way they can call up more practice squad players, um, kind of figure that out. Doubtful, Elijah Mitchell. He's doubtful, but again, 
Kyle Shanahan kind of follows the Bill Belichick uh, mentality with injury reports. Make it look way worse than it is so that you can surprise him. Um, he, he's always kind of a mad hatter, um, you know, posing a front. And so Elijah Mitchell, he, I, he practiced Friday and he was limited. I think there's a strong chance he can play. It's a shoulder issue, so it's much more of a pain management type of situation they're going to get him out there he's going to dress i guarantee he's going to go through warm-ups and that's when they're going to make their decision so you're not going to know if elijah mitchell is playing till you know right at that 45 minutes to kick off the hour to kick off i think as we're talking texas about to score again they're about to put up 70 points uh and they just started the fourth quarter freaking love it you, you guys know how much i love you we're going live during the texas game that's how much i love you guys uh, now questionable Eric Armstead practice Friday. He's playing. Okay. Emmanuel Mosley. This one's gigantic. He practiced Friday. I fully expect him to start, which is huge because probably the biggest challenge and the biggest deficit the 49ers will face in this game is that wide receiver. Devontae Adams, in my opinion, okay, if he's not the best wide receiver in the NFL, he's definitely top three. There is no way in hell you can say this guy's not a top three receiver. And you say, well, he's got Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball. No, man, that dude looked good. You can go back to when Rodgers got hurt, you know, a couple years ago. He still was putting up those crazy numbers. So, like, just understand, like, yeah, there's good stuff out there. There's good stuff out there. Um, let's see here. Oh, what's up, Luke's? Uh, thanks for the gift again. He says, Garrison Hurst signed jersey is coming from Pristine Auction. Hashtag Rush. Love it, baby. Love it, man. I Make sure you post a picture and tag me of that, Luke. That's incredible. Go get your stuff over at Pristine Auction. You know, they're helping us out with some jerseys and stuff like that. We've actually got another company that's helping us out as well. We'll be talking about in a little bit. Um, now, Javon Kinlaw, still questionable. He's going to be playing as well. And the fool, listen to this. This is crazy. Trey Sermon has completely cleared COVID protocol. Uh, sorry, COVID, not COVID. I, I, you can tell it's 2021. Concussion protocol. You go back to that hit he took at the Eagles, man, you, it's scary. You look at it and you're just thinking like, eesh, like this guy might be done for a long time. But looks can be deceiving. It looked awful. It was awful. It was cheap. It was dirty. There's so much bad things about it. He's passed through it. And so, again, understand this. The player and the coaches have nothing to do with that. It's all the medical staff, independent people that have to clear them. NFL has to do that or bad things happen. They'll get sued, all that kind of stuff. So, Trey Sermon is cleared. If Elijah Mitchell can't go, Trey Sermon's going to be the bell cow. We've been telling you guys this for a while, but when... You know, Trey Sermon was inactive for week one and everybody flipped out. We kept saying, just wait. He's going to get his shot. That's happening this week. And it doesn't really matter. How do I say this? <clears throat> Excuse me. It doesn't really matter even if Mitchell plays. Sermon's getting some snaps, period. That's all there is to it. Kyle said he's ready and full go. Now, the running back rotation, I expect... Um, again, uh, Mitchell would be 1A, Sermon 1B because Hasty's out. Then I think Chris Thompson will be elevated as that third down role and then carry on Johnson. So those are the four backs I expect. If Mitchell can't go, that's where Jaquez uh, probably is going to come in because he's already on the active roster. But if Mitchell can go, I fully expect Jaquez to be inactive and then elevate Chris Thompson, who's been with Kyle Shanahan before. 
Um, so that's kind of what I'm looking at there. Oh, what's up, Tommy? Thanks for the gift. He says, I can't stand the slackers. Yeah, I'm with you too, man. Um, I will say this. You know, I've got, I go to the NFL draft every year um, or most years before COVID and stuff and whatever else. I kind of like the Packers fans at the draft. Like, they're very knowledgeable, whatever else. But, uh, yeah, th there's some rough ones out there for sure. So let's jump over now. Let, let's change this and let's get into the history of the matchup and listen to your head coach talk about what it's like playing against the Green Bay Packers. Um, yeah, I think, you know, when you face a team twice in the playoffs, you know, which that's always random, but they've been on our schedule the other two times. So I feel like it's almost been every year and, and I think every year, but the first year, um, but it's, you know, Lambo's a fun place to play. I'm glad that we haven't had to go there in a while, so I'm glad with that. But, I mean, it's always a fun challenge when you go against one of the best quarterbacks to play, one of the best traditions. Um, I know the Packers and Niners go back a long way, so um, I think it's really cool for the league and for our fans and their fans when both teams are playing at a high level. I, I think he's right. I mean, there's a reason why the NFL threw this down as the Sunday night football game. It's the home opener for the 49ers. is going to be so, That stadium is going to be incredible. Um, I really want to be there. It's just so hard with a Sunday night game and missing teaching and coaching the next day. I, I wanted to be there. I really, really did. So you guys are going to have to pull for me, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, thank you for that. Oh, I love this question. Kali says, how you like your cheese fries, bacon or no bacon? Bacon on everything, man. Uh, bacon always. I'm from Texas. I have no choice here. So all time, the Packers actually lead the series over the 49ers, but it is close. 37 wins for the Packers, 32 for the Niners, and one tie. But if you look at the recency, by, especially since Shanahan showed up, the 49ers have won six out of the last nine. And again, we talked about the most recent loss, which was last year. Again, all those injuries, COVID, you know, Kendrick Bourne, all that. I mean, it was just bad. But if you look at, okay, let's look at it from a quarterback perspective. Rodgers has a losing record versus the 49ers for his career. He's 5-6. and six. So this is probably his last game with the Packers versus the 49ers unless they meet in the playoffs, which I do see the Packers being a playoff team. There's no doubt about that. Jimmy, however, has never lost to Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. Plus, Jimmy Garoppolo is 4-0 and on Sunday Night Football. Six touchdowns, zero interceptions. That's a 122.8 QBR. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's a lot there. Am I saying Jimmy is better than Rodgers? I don't think anybody in the world would say that. However, he usually shows up pretty damn well in primetime games. Like, he's the antithesis. I put this out on Twitter. Jimmy Garoppolo being 4-0 in Sunday Night Football, he's the antithesis of Kirk Cousins. Like, Cousins is allergic to primetime. Like, he just cannot perform if the lights are on. But Jimmy can. And... You add into the implications, and Mike Silver talked about this a lot, and really, I, I understand the need for, like, rumor and emotional-based sports reporting, talking about the Kyle Shanahan rift with, you know, LaFleur at Green Bay because they reached out to see if they wanted to trade Rodgers. Personally, I think almost that entire story is just kind of like whatever, made-up tabloid, you know, TMZ-type conversation. You want to jump into that? I'm sure there's lots of podcasts that will dive into that. That's not who I am. That's not what this podcast is. So I don't want to jump that way. Uh, but again, I'm sure other people are going to talk about it. I want to talk football. I want to talk things that we could see and analyze on the field. If this is the offseason, sure. But man, that stuff's just a little beneath us. I, 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 don't, I don't know if you guys feel that way as well. But that's where I'm at. 
Now, before we jump into the defensive scouting report, man, I want to say thank you to Shop RSA. Check out this gift they got us. Guys, I am here to tell you today, if you need some sports memorabilia, boy, do we have the place for you. ShopRSA.com has some of the best 49ers memorabilia, signed autographed helmets, cards, figures, jerseys, you name it. And best thing, if you use our promo code 49ers or 9ERS, you get $20 off your first purchase over $100. Look at what they hooked us up with right here. This is an autographed Joe Montana jersey stitched on. Look how clean this is. This is incredible. This is for sale right now over there for $179. Use our promo code and get it for $159. And again, here we're giving this away at the uh, 49ers Rush Road Trip at our next location. So I want to say thank you to them. Also, put the link um, in the description of this video. So head down there. Again, shoprsa.com. Use the promo code 49ers, 49ERS, 20 bucks off. And if get enough people sign up, they're going to give us some more stuff to give away. And that's kind of the goal there. So head over there. Got a birthday, Christmas coming up. Tell the family, look, this is what I want. Head over there. Here's the link. Appreciate the support. All right. Uh, now, their defense, uh, Shot J, appreciate the question here. Sorry, I missed that. He says, given how our pass rush will most likely have its way, do you think we'll see more quarters coverage in the secondary? I hope so. There is, you know, Devontae Adams is incredible. And I'm jumping to my keys to the game now. Devontae Adams is going to have his. He's that good. The quarterback's that good. Like, he's going to get his yards. I don't care. I don't care if Devontae Adams has 10 catches for 150 yards and, you know, two touchdowns. I don't care. I don't think that that's going to decide this game. What I do think one of the things on that side of the ball is MVS, right? Valdez Scantling. Who just runs straight. He's a speedster. He's a big body. He's a strider, deep ball. That's how the 49ers can lose this game. So quarters coverage would help with that. You look at the Eagles game. We didn't run quarters. We put our corners on an island and we said we're stopping the run. We're going to force this guy to beat us deep. Um, he made some good throws, but you know, not enough. Only 11 points, obviously. You've got to change that up. Jalen Hurts and Aaron Rodgers completely different. And the Packers cannot run the ball. I know I'm jumping a little bit. but So, yes, I do want more quarters coverage. I think we're going to learn a lot about D'Amico Ryans tomorrow. I, this is kind of his show. So, here we go. Let's look at the Packers' defense, okay? They've got their defensive coordinators, Joe Barry, which, hey, man, he was an assistant for the 49ers way back in 2000. Uh, not a positional coach, but just an assistant coach under Mariucci. So, you know, he's been with the, the team. He gets it. Uh, he bounced around a little bit. He was a D.C. with the Lions 2007-2008. Uh, then he was a defensive coordinator after the Shanahans got fired in Washington 2015-16. Um, but he's been a linebacker coach for the uh, the Rams the last four years. We played against this defense. <laughs> We've seen this defense. So the 49ers are very, very familiar with everything that they do defensively and everything they do offensively. We run the same scheme. They run a, a light scheme of what we do offensively. And defensively, again, a lot of quarters, shell defense. Now, what are they good at? And it's not a lot. It really isn't. The strength of the Packers' defense, zero rush touchdowns allowed through two games. Okay? So that's best in the NFL. They're 10th in total yards allowed. That's it. Again, you remember, this is a team that got blown out 
by Jameis Winston and the Bucks, which, you know, I, I'm sorry, the Saints. Saints, they're a good team. All right, that's cool. But the Lions were able to put up points on the first half. Listen to these NFL rankings. Again, it's only two weeks. It's a small sample size. But whenever you're playing against the Lions and still putting up these numbers, I don't know, 31st in the NFL out of 32 teams. And touchdown passes allowed. They've allowed seven in two games. 29th in rush yards allowed. They're allowing 140 yards rushing a game. A game. 28th on third downs. They have only stopped 9 of 19. Like, that, that's bad. That's really, really bad. Uh, 26 in rush yards per attempt, allowing 4.8 yards per carry. 23rd in points per game, giving up 26 points a game. Like, it's just bad. They've got a lot of pressures. They have zero sacks. They haven't sacked the quarterback, and they played golf. <laughs> like, it, it's, I don't know, man. They're just missing a lot. And again, you know, I didn't go over this in the injury report, but their best pass rusher, Zadarius Smith, he's out. He's on IR. So he hasn't played yet this year. That That's huge. I, I think he did play a little bit first week. Um, so the scheme they run, they run a shell concept, okay? And it, almost everybody is doing variations of this. The 49ers are as well. So they do a lot of quarters, three under with the backers. And so it's, it's a 100%. Make them throw, check down, and then rally and make the play, which works for a lot of teams. Does not work very well versus the 49ers because you have Debo, right? Yards after the catch. Because you have Kittle, yards after the catch. Like, we are designed, our offense is designed to beat that. And if you're going to do two high safeties, which is what the Packers want to do and run that quarters coverage, we're running the damn ball. Like, that's, <laughs> we're made for this. Um, th Like, this this plays right into Kyle Shanahan's, like, scheme. Like, he's he looks at this and just like, oh, my gosh, we just get to do exactly what we want to do all the time? All right, cool. That's what we're going to do. So, they run a 3-4 up front, uh, but they do shift it up and show some multiple fronts. But predominantly a 3-4. Kind of looks like a 5-2, much more than a traditional 3-4. Um. They really try to set hard edges to stop that outside zone. So look for a lot of that crack toss, which we we saw a lot in week two, just where Jimmy kind of turns, you know, spins out, tosses, and then the toss hits. It's not toss outside. It's the crack toss where you bring it down and you try to hit just outside that C gap. We're going to see a lot of that. Blitzing, interesting here, okay? Week two versus Detroit, they brought 15 blitzes, which is high. Week one versus the Saints getting freaking routed. They only blitzed six times. A lot of that is because the Saints just started running it after a while. I mean, it, it, it was what it was. So, eh, nothing really to see there. Pretty typical for a defense. Players to watch out for. Best player on their defense, Jair Alexander. He's as good as they get. He had 14 pass breakups last year. Guess how many pass breakups he had the year before? 14. <laughs> like, this dude is consistently performing great. I'm curious to see if they're just going to put him on Bosa. They didn't rotate him and move him around the field a lot uh, in weeks one and two. So they kind of like, they just sit him on the edges, very similar to us. You got Kevin King on one side. He's on the other side. So, you know, their D line's good, not great. Um, Kenny Clark's very, very good in the interior. Preston Smith, Rashawn Gary, they've got three good guys. But without Zadarius Smith, they're hurting big time. And again, they have zero sacks, zero sacks, zero. Um, I will say, did you know that you can now win up to 100 
times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. The only commonality that I could really find between the Saints and the Detroit Lions, weeks one and two, and us, man, those are three top five offensive lines they're going against in three weeks. So there's a reason why they have no sacks. I don't expect that to continue. Eventually, they're going to get a sack because of a missed assignment. Like, they've got a lot of talent there. But, again, not a great T-line. Players we could exploit. This one would be answered by the Packers fans if they were here. 100% Kevin King. He is bad. Um, now, he's not as bad as the Packers fans see. But he's given up five catches on six targets this year for 133 yards, one touchdown. That's 158.3 passer rating, which if you don't know, that's as high as the passer rating goes. <laughs> so and they keep him on the defensive right side. So if you line up Debo out there, it's going to be Debo against Kevin King. Now, King is a bigger physical guy, but he does give up big plays. So very curious to see, you know, exactly what that's going to look like. So that's kind of their defense. Now, I do want to say tonight, I'm excited. We're kind of doing double duty here. We do this once a month. We have our Patreon Zoom hangout tonight for our Jerry Rice tier members. Um, if you haven't joined us for this yet, it's incredible. Um, we get together on Zoom. You head over to patreon.com. Type in 49ers Rush Podcast. You join us there. There's three tiers there. The Jerry Rice tier is the top one. You get access to every video we've ever done, which has you know 250 plus hours of video breakdowns, all 22 coaching tape. But the Jerry Rice tier kind of steps, takes it a step forward, further. We do a monthly Zoom hangout, and we're doing that tonight at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Um, we're going over you know which players have outperformed or underperformed so far for the 49ers and everybody's top 10 players for the rest of the season. It's a blast. We got about you know anywhere between 7 and 12 people come hang out. We talk 49ers. It's a great time. Everybody wears their jerseys or their 49ers stuff, which is awesome. I freaking love it. So come join us there. And again, if you don't like it, let's say you join and you're like, you know what, man? Not my cup of tea. Money back 100% guaranteed guaranteed and we're up to almost 270 members over there so that community is growing and i want to say thank you to everybody over there for all of the support now let's transition let's switch it up now let's talk about green bay's offense 
Okay, and to introduce that, let's listen to the DC. He's got a lot on his plate this week. This is a defining moment for D'Amico Ryans. For sure, the Packers they have a lot of a lot of weapons. You know, you talk about the back thirty three or this receiver seventeen, and of course Aaron, quarterback, he can make every throw, make every play. So those guys have been successful for a lot of years, and uh, they're not slowing down now. So it's a tough t- challenge for us this week. But, you know, we're up to it. Uh, looking forward to the matchup. It's going to be exciting just to be back here in our home stadium for the first time in a long time to get our fans back in here, make sure they're rowdy and loud. We need all the, all the help we can get. <laughs> so make sure they're pretty loud when we're on defense to help us out because we're going to need it. Yeah, it, that's huge. So if you are going to the game, which I know most of you guys are, um, be loud, be crazy. I'm so pumped, and again, just, ah, I wish I was there, man. I wish I was there. <laughs> I wish I could pull that off. Uh, now, their offensive coordinator is Nathaniel Hockett, but he's not really the guy. This is Mike LaFle- Matt LaFleur's offense, but Hockett was with the Bills for the past two years before he joined over there. This is LaFleur's game. That's why he got hired, you know, and he's a good coach. Now, their strengths, here we go. This is the Packers offense. Probably the best triplets in the NFL right now, right? Like if you combine your quarterback, running back, number one wide receiver, I, I think they're as good as it gets because you've got Rodgers, right? You got Aaron Jones, and you've got Devontae Adams, who we've talked about already. But like understand, like even though Aaron Jones is amazing, yeah, he's been really, really bad in the run game. Really bad. Um, he has zero 10 plus yard carries so far this year through two games. Uh, to put that into perspective, against again, we played the Lions just like they did, right? Uh, Elijah Mitchell, <laughs> he's got four already. Jermichael Hasty has one as a third down back, and Mostert had one. He played four snaps in the first game, and he was done. So, like, the explosiveness is there for Aaron Jones. The offensive line is not, and they're losing their best offensive lineman. Whenever you look at the Packers last year, their offense kind of did whatever they wanted. But they lost Corey Lindsey, who was kind of like the mainstay, their offensive center, one of the best in the NFL. They lost him. They lost Bakhtiari. Now they've lost Elton Jenkins. They're down their three best linemen. And so defensive lines are controlling everything there. But again, that's great as long as Aaron Rodgers doesn't go off. And here's uh, head coach Kyle Shanahan talking about that. Um. I mean, he's tough to do it. I mean, you can't give him the freebies. You can't give him some easy completions. You got to always watch the big plays. You'd love to keep him in the pocket, but um, even even at his age, he's still got the skill set to get out of there. And just with the flick of the wrist, he can cover about the whole field. So, um, you know, you try your hardest to do it. He's been making people look bad for a long time. Um, but yeah, if you let him get comfortable at all, um, I think everyone knows what that result is. You cannot do that. Uh, you've got to hit this dude. And we'll hear from Bosa here in a little bit. But, again, sticking with the strengths of this this offense. Again, it's those triplets. That's fine. But the only stat that they are top half in the league in, again, there's 32 teams, so 16 and above, right, whatever. The only thing that they're in the top 16 with is touchdown passes with four. That's it. That's it. Everything else, bottom half of the league. Bottom half, listen to these, like, where they're struggling offensively, okay? Not a lot of points scored. They're 26th in the NFL. Yards, total yards, 29th in the NFL. They've only had one good half. Keep that in mind. 3.0 yards per rush. That's 31st in the league. That's second to last. They're not running the ball effectively. 
left tackle is going to be an issue way more so than even putting up those stats. And so that's going to be an issue. And also, whenever you look at Aaron Rodgers, like went through and just broke down like his his stats this year versus pressured and non-pressured, it's two different people. When Aaron Rodgers pressured, he is awful. Listen to Nick Bosa again with no no shirt sleeves. I think he's on the John Chapman workout plan. We look almost identical, you know, our arms anyway. Uh, but here's Nick Bosa talking about Rodgers and what they got to do to him. Yeah, I mean, we just want to get off to a good start and just have him feel the pressure overall because in 2019, obviously, we we made him uncomfortable and – uh, if he's comfortable, then it's going to be a long day for anybody. And um, so we're just trying to get close the pocket on him, make him get off his normal routine drop. And um, and then once you start taking him down, then he, you just want to make him pick himself up as many times as he can. Want to make him pick himself up as many times as you can. I freaking love that, man. Uh, that's what you got to do. You got to hit him. We all know that gif on Twitter or wherever where Rogers is just like, ah, Nick Bosa is like standing over him and Fred Waters laughing as he walks back. Like that's what it's got to be. It's got to be one of those games where he doesn't want to play anymore because when that dude's smiling and chucking it up and all that stuff, he's as deadly as they get. And we know that, uh, Yatsik, I want to say thank you, man. Shot J, I appreciate you guys. Uh, Yatsik says, man, I agree with the Patreon breakdowns. They're fire. I learn so much from them each time. Man, really do appreciate that. Shot J says, agree with you. Uh, you guys are the best, man. I love how much y'all pump me up. And I see Melissa in here too. So many positive, amazing people in the comment section. Just want to say thank you. Love this community, man. It's incredible. It's incredible. Now, staying with Rodgers and how he has responded to pressure this year. Listen to this. This is the breakdown of when he's been pressured so far. Again, two games, small sample size. I get it, but it still matters. It's relevant. He is pressured 16 times. He's 5 for 16 this year. 81 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception, four sacks. That's a 23.2 NFL passer rating. Not QBR, okay? That's different. Uh, passer rating goes to 158. QBR goes to 100 to a zero. He's got a 23.2 NFL passer rating when pressured. You hit him, he doesn't like it. He's old. <laughs> he's my age, I think. Oh, no, that hurts. I wish I would have said that. Uh, but, <laughs> like, he, he's old. And so if you get in his face, bad things are going to happen for the Packers. They need things to – they're a momentum team. Once they get that one big play on first down, they sprint down. They get ready to go. They don't let you get lined up. They don't let you get substitutions in, all that stuff. So you can't let them start cooking. It's just not what it is. It's not what it is. And also on third downs, that's the thing. They have not maintained drives. They're 6 of 19 on third downs on offense. That's 31%. Like, that's trash. They're 29th. They're third worst in the NFL on third downs. So they're allowing drives to be sustained on defense. They're not sustaining drives on offense. That's just a very, very poor complementary football statistic that shows it's not a good football team so far. Now, they're 1-1, one and, one, and it could go either way. There's no doubt. Can the Packers win this game? Yes. Yes, they can. Is it a good matchup for the Packers? No. No, it's not. 
But when the quarterback's Aaron Rodgers, that changes things. Uh, Niner, appreciate the gift, man. He said, are the 49ers close to 100% team vaccination? Um, they are close. They're very, very close, actually. Um, but they do not have 100%. I know Verrett for the longest time wasn't. I know Hockett um, wasn't. Um, he's on the practice squad, so I think he counts to that. But I think there's there might be one other. There are only three players, I believe. And again, correct me if I'm wrong on the initial 53-man roster. But Verrett, you know, he's injured. Uh, Hockett, he's on the practice squad. I don't know who the other one is. But we are definitely, I think the Falcons, I believe it was the Falcons, were the first team that was completely whatever, you know, vaccinated. So, But we're right up there in those rates. So I, I think that's huge. Um, now, uh, seeing some things about the audio. Sorry about that, guys. Hang with me. I don't know what happened there. Uh, interwebs trying to stop the show. Probably run by a Packers fan. That's all I'm saying. Uh, now, their scheme, it's ours to a T. When the Packers are on offense, you're going to see zone. You're going to see kind of the inside gap toss. Like, they do everything we do. Uh, bring the tight ends back across. They run the same offense as us, just with a little Rodgers wrinkle to it. But very, very similar. Tendencies, they like to throw deep. There's no doubt about that. They want to throw the ball deep. Rodgers has one of the best deep balls ever in the history of the NFL. But they've been bad at it. Listen to this. Uh, in two games, they're two for nine on deep balls. Those are balls that traveled more than 20 yards in the air. One interception, zero touchdowns. They haven't been good at it. They really haven't. Two for nine is not good. Um, players to watch out for. We talked about Aaron Jones, but again, not in the run game. In the passing game, I think Aaron Jones and Alvin Kamara are the two best, probably pass catching running backs. You could throw definitely CMC in there, like, but he's up there with them. Like he is that good in the passing game. That's where I'm worried about him. And again, Devonte, I, I think he's the best, best in the business, and he lines up everywhere. So. We're going to get Devontae versus Emmanuel Mosley. We're going to get Devontae versus Kwan Williams. We're going to get Devontae versus Demo the rookie. We're going to get Devontae Williams versus Tart. We're going to get Devontae. He, he lines up everywhere. So they will dictate who is covering Devontae Adams. Um, that's just what it's going to be. But back to this idea. That's not who I'm concerned about. He, he's great. He's going to get his. You can't let the secondary receivers beat you. You can't let the tight end beat you, which I'm not too concerned about. Because, again, we got Fred Warner there. I really wish Dre Greenlaw was playing this week. That made me feel a lot better just because of how well Dre Greenlaw guards running backs out of the backfield. So that's going to be Aziz a lot of times against Aaron Jones. You can't miss tackles like Aziz has last week. You can't do that. Aziz always in the right place. He's just a little over-eager, right? So that, that's a little bit of a concern for me there. Now, players we could exploit on this offense, and there are quite a few. But the one that I circled, and I, I typed it in bold on my notes, um, their right guard, Royce Newman. He's not good. Uh, he's getting pushed to the backfield consistently on film. Now he's going to be playing against Javon Kinlaw, Eric Armstead, DJ Jones. Like, just no. I'm telling you right now, that if I was the Packers coach, I'm I'm staying up at night just going, oh my gosh, our right guard spot, man, Royce Newman. If he could just be somewhat average, we might have a chance. But I don't think he's going to play well. I, I just, 
He's just getting pushed back by everybody he's lined up against. And so I don't like that look for them. Um, and so it, take that for, you know, kind of what you what you will there. But we'll, we'll see. Uh, real quick question. Uh, Mr. Superfly, what's up, man? Appreciate the support. Always being here with us. Can you see Trey Lance getting any snaps this game? Yeah, I think so. Um you know, I'm going to get into bets of the week here in a little bit. And if you want all of our bets, head over to patreon.com. I put those up. I already put them up this morning. Um, I almost put a little bit of money down on Trey Lance to score the first offensive touchdown. Um, just because the odds were just bananas. I think it was like, I don't remember what it was, but like bet five bucks and you win like a hundred something. Uh, but I'm not going to do it. I didn't put it down on there, but I could definitely see. And, you know, I think that's one thing that we want to talk about too. You know, Superfly is... Lance didn't play last week because, guess what? Jimmy Garoppolo started off bad. He played week one. Jimmy Garoppolo started off good. Um, I, I don't think Kyle wants any type of quarterback controversy, whatever. So if the 49ers defense comes out um, and does well, and Jimmy Garoppolo does well, I could totally see Trey Lance getting some work in early. If Jimmy Garoppolo struggles, again, it's kind of, you know, it goes against conventional wisdom, but I think that's kind of where that is. And so, you know, you kind of take that for what you will, but that that's the way I see it. So I do think, yes, I do think that he will get some snaps this week, but it's dependent on if Jimmy Garoppolo does well early. I think that's kind of important. Uh, from Blaze on your screen. I love that name. Hey, John, do you allow donations to your personal jersey collection? You bet your rear end I do. Uh, I'm an XL, man. I'm a big boy. Uh, but yeah, uh, please hit me up, uh, 49ers Rush Podcast at gmail.com or um, Twitter at JL underscore Chapman. But man, I want to be honest. If you want to give something away, man, let's give it away to the faithful. Let's give it away to the other guys. Um, and shoot, we've I forgot to even bring this up right here, baby. I've got a red youth Nick Bosa jersey that we are giving away. I'm going to announce the winner of this right after the game tomorrow night. And so, again, head over to my Twitter feed, at JL underscore Chapman. You can retweet the giveaway tweet there. But all you got to do is just follow us on YouTube, which you guys are here. Hit that subscribe button, man. That is huge. Support the podcast. That's the way to do it. And also, if you don't have YouTube, if you don't have Twitter, that's okay. You can just go on to um, Apple Podcasts, type in 49ers Rush Podcast, leave, it, leave us a review. That helps us tremendously um, with metrics and just getting our numbers out there uh, and increasing, you know, more recommendations and things like that. So those are there for you. You do not have to have an iPhone to to leave that review. You can do it on an Android or a laptop or whatever. That's there. Niner, appreciate the gift, man. He says, you remember when Peyton Manning almost became a Niner? Man, we've got so many almost stories. Uh, almost Tom Brady, almost Peyton Manning. I mean, there's just, there's a lot there. Almost Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's a mess, man. It's a mess. Drew, he says, do you think this is a trap game? No. This is the opposite of a trap game because, one, it's a primetime game. Okay, so nobody's looking past this. Nobody's looking past this. Two, you're playing against a team that's been in the NFC Championship nonstop in recent memory. Three, it's Aaron Rodgers. Like, you cannot overlook this. Um, it's the marquee game of the day. So I don't think that this is a trap game. Um, I feel like they'll put a blocking tight end to help uh, the left tackle. Yeah, they're going to have to, and that's great news. We want them to attribute as many players as possible to Nick Bosa. Whenever he gets chipped, I'm usually happy. Here's why. That means somebody else is left alone. That means our corners and our safeties have easier reads on the back end. 
So if anytime the offense has to adjust their game plan to stop Nick Bosa, that's a win. Does it show up in the box score? Does it show up under sacks or whatever? No, no, no. And I tell my players this all the time. Yeah, if you're getting double teamed, good. That means somebody else is getting one-on-ones. We win one-on-ones. And so that's what it's got to do. He's making the rest of the team better. Um, let's see here. Yatsik, he says, not sure if I missed it, but will Greenlaw play? No, he is on IR. Greenlaw is probably going to be out six weeks. Like, he's out for a while. He had to have surgery so on his groin area, I believe. So, yeah, he's going to be out for a while, Yatsik, which breaks my heart. I am, I'm a big... <laughs> I'm a big Drake Greenlaw fan. Melissa, John, do you think Ayuk will be used to take advantage of Kevin King? I think whoever's on Kevin King will be used. And yes, I do expect Ayuk to get more playing time. Um, I expect Ayuk to get more targets. He had an awesome route week two versus the Eagles. It was just one of Jimmy's worst passes ever. It was a deep out. It would have been for a first down. It was like second and 15 or something. And would have been a first down, probably 20-yard gain. Just, man, Jimmy just sailed it. So, like, it's coming, guys. So, Ayuk, relax. You're good. He's going to get that work. I'm telling you right now it's going to. Now, let's talk about Vegas lines and kind of where everything is. Okay? Um, and again, as, as we get into this, just want to say thank you to our sponsors, my bookie. They are incredible. All right, winning season has started off hot. We're doing really well, but my bookies continuing to crank up the heat with a $50,000 survivor contest. Here's the deal. Whether you're new and existing customer, it doesn't matter. If you make a deposit with my bookie using our promo code 49ers, 49ERS, you're going to get an entry into the $50,000 survivor contest absolutely free. To play, all you got to do is pick one winner a week, keep Keep that strive, uh, streak alive. You got a shot to win the grand prize. So head over there, mybookie.ag. Use promo code 49ers49ERS. Double your first deposit. Get instant access to the $50,000 survivor pool. Again, that's promo code 49ers. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie. All right. Let's go. I got a lot of bets. I'm not going to go through all of them on here. Again, if you want them, they're on Patreon. Okay. So the 49ers spread was at minus three and a half. It, it bumped um, just last night. Now it's at minus three. I love that. Um, that that's fine. <laughs> yeah, Money's starting to shift over a little bit to the Packers side. I'm curious to see if this news of Elton Jenkins not playing will shift it back. I think it will. I think probably at kickoff it'll be minus 3.5 to minus 4. So get it now while there's still room there. But I bought an extra point, uh, half point, sorry. So I'm taking the 49ers at minus 2.5. That way I want that field goal little extra. Okay, so if we get a field goal, win, we get covered. I'm betting 10 to win 7. So, again, head over there, bet with us. That's what I'm taking. I'm also doing a two-team parlay. Parlay means both teams have to win in order to get paid. Now, I'm betting these individually as well. But I'm betting the 49ers, again, minus 2.5 because I bought half of a point. Then you click on the Cardinals. I'm taking the Cardinals over the Jags. I think the Jags are one of the worst teams, if not the worst team ever. I think they have a terrible coaching staff for the NFL. They just, it's not clicking. And the game management is even worse than all those things I mentioned before. I mean, Cardinals are pretty legit, but the Jags, I do believe, are the worst team in the NFL currently. So I'm taking the Cardinals, who are, you know, minus 6.5. I bought one point there. 
So again, whenever you're filling this out on my bookie, you can click on there, buy a half point, buy a point, whatever. It lowers your odds, your payout. But if both these games hit, and I think that they will, yeah, I'm taking 49ers minus 2.5, Cardinals minus 6.5, bet 10 to win 18. So that's my parlay of the week. I'm pretty pumped about that one. Um, so if that's there, man, come p get paid with us. I've got a bunch of first touchdown scores. As always, I bet the 49ers score first every single game. That one pays very, very well. Now, here we go. Now it's time. Predictions and keys to the game. Listen to me whenever I say this, okay? I don't care that much about Aaron Rodgers. I don't. I don't think that he's the key to this game. I care about this Packers defense, which I do not respect whatsoever. This is a terrible matchup for the Packers defense. They are built to be exploited by a Kyle Shanahan-type offense. This defense is like candy <laughs> to Shanahan. So, uh, again, look at the trajectory, right? Kyle Shanahan has beat the Rams how many times? Four straight times. Why? Because we put up a lot of points against the Rams. Now they implement their defense over Mike Pettin, which I'm fine with. But this Packers defense does not have the personnel that the Rams did. And Kyle Shanahan still eats that defense up like candy. So, worst personnel, all right, cool. It's just, it's a bad matchup for them. This is not a good look for the Packers, and I guarantee you they are sweating this because it just doesn't work on paper, on the board. When you're drawing the X's and O's, okay, this is what we're worried about. There's a lot. Unless they fundamentally change their scheme, which no good NFL team would do, it's just not good. Now, Devontae Adams, he's going to go off, okay? I'm just warning you, every single time you see that guy get a first down, Relax your shoulders. He cannot beat him by himself. The person we have to key on, Aaron Jones in the passing game, MVS. Do not let him go deep. Okay? Do not. I hope we do more quarters. I really, really do. Give that young Demo some help over top. They will not sustain drives with this offensive line. They can't. They have to go for knockout punches. So, again, back it up. Gosh, I really hope D'Amico Ryan's can show us that he knows what's up here because that's going to be key. If Rodgers is chunking it deep and not getting hit, then we're, we're going to be, it's going to be a lot closer than we want it to be. Now, let's talk about the 40 yards rug game. I don't care who's running the ball. I really, really don't. Trey Sermon will eat on this defense. Chris Thompson will eat against this defense. And Jacquez and Carryon Johnson will eat. I don't care because as... OC, Mike McDaniel puts it right here. Listen to this. I love this. No, the, I mean, the biggest thing is that we have um, we have a group of men, 10 other players, including the quarterback, that are also responsible for um, r running the football as well. So you, you make sure that everything's tight and that you're that everyone's comfortable doing what they do. And uh, and you just you don't really approach it like, hey, we can't. No, we, we're going to. We're a professional football team, and we have an organization with a great personnel department that gives us talented players, and our, our job is to um, use running backs to run, and, and that's really all, all we really look at. That's the thing. The running back position is the most interchangeable in the NFL, especially in Kyle Shanahan's system. Go back to Daddy Shanahan. 
trading away Clinton Portis, who was one of the best running backs in the league, for a corner guy, right, Champ Bailey. I just say corner guy. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's incredible. But everybody was like, whoa, why would you do this? And then what did the the you know Broncos go do? They just keep putting out 1,000-yard rushers. Now, whenever you have somebody like Mostert with game-changing speed or whatever, it doesn't matter because this offensive line is so damn good. And if they're going to put two high safeties up, Man, they're not going to load the box against us. I don't care who's running the ball. Kyle Juszczyk, put Debo back there. Do not care. So here's what I have here. Usually, I'm going to deviate, deviate a little bit here, okay? Usually, I say, like, number of rushes will determine if the 49ers win. That's always one of my key stats, even whenever I coach. Like, running the ball changes things because it's just not as many turnovers, positive plays, wind the clock, all those things. I'm not going off rushing attempts, okay? I am going off of total yards. I'm saying 125. This is my key stat of the week, okay? 125 yards rushing or more, the 49ers win. That's a lot of yards rushing. But again, keep in mind, this is a defense that has given up 140 yards against the Saints and against um, the Lions. I don't care how they get it. So, again, if they only get 25 rushing attempts, you got to average five yards per carry. That's doable in a Kyle Shanahan offense. Get 30 yards or 30 rushing attempts, 4.1, that's guaranteed. Don't care who's running it. Don't care. And so, like, again, now if Mitchell plays, all right, now watch out. It's It could get really, really bad really, really quick. But I do think Kittle finally goes off. You know, he's been going off nonstop. It's just not the fantasy football way that people want Kittle to go off. I think six catches, 88 yards, and a touchdown. That's my projected stat line for him. I got Bosa getting two sacks. Again, that would put him at five on the year. And I got the 49ers winning this game, covering the spread handedly, winning 31-21 to 21 over the Packers on Sunday Night Football, increasing to 3-0. and Can the 49ers win? Yes. But I've told you how they will lose this game if they don't take care of business deep. This game is built for the 49ers to win. At home, home opener, all those things. Man, I think they can deliver. I appreciate you guys very, very much. Thank you for all of the support. Again, we will be live immediately after the game right here. Hit subscribe. Come on, people. Hit subscribe. Join us. Uh, turn on those notifications. Make sure you come join us live. This is awesome. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for all the support, as always. And again, we do have our hangout tonight, 7 p.m., patreon.com 49ers rush podcast you don't like it refund your money 100 no questions asked you just gotta let me know i'll get it back to you thanks again and as always stay strong faithful Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.